Welcome to Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. Here's to Your Health discusses the current thinking and wellness, bringing you the most influential thinkers in beauty, fitness, and longevity. Your host, Joshua Lane, was part of the Dr. Ann Wigmore team that helped bring wheatgrass, sprouts, and raw foods to a worldwide audience. And now the host of Here's to Your Health, Joshua Lane. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane. And my guest is Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is the senior nutritionist for Carlson. Carlson known for their fish oils, and they really are the company that really uh, revived fish oils back in the 80s. They were very popular back in the 1930s with our, well, my grandparents, you know, very popular. And now, thanks largely to Carlson and all the scientific research, everyone recognizes the value of fish oils. And uh, Carlson was the leader in that. And also, I'm always happy to say that Susan Carlson, who was a registered pharmacist, and her dad, John, who was a pharmacist, uh, uh, they actually brought natural vitamin E, D-alpha tocopherol, plus the beta, delta, and gamma tocopherols to the marketplace in 1965, when that was cutting-edge technology. And I'm very happy to say that Carlson has always been in a leadership position in the world of supplementation, which now, I'm happy to say, enjoys... uh, maybe mainstream status. Uh, Jolie Root, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Thank you, Josh. It's always good to be here. Happy to have you on the show. I I enjoy uh, the discussions you uh, give to my listening audience about the values of fish oils. And uh, uh, I understand that we're going to discuss today uh, EPA, DHA, fish oils, and healthy brain aging, which as a man of my age and my friends of my age, it seems like an important subject. Well, I do want to talk about that, and I want to follow up on something that I said the last time that we were together, and that was that I was going to the GOED meeting in Fort Lauderdale, and that is the Global Organization for EPA, DHA, which is uh, an industry association of people that are interested in omega-3, healthy omega-3 fats. And ZOED is the group from which my statement about 40,000 studies emerges. GOED has actually a, a database of omega-3 science that they maintain that all of us draw from. And I just wanted to update, Josh, that the number is now 45,000. Wow. <laughs> wow. And... I, and we might have expected it to grow more in the last, you know, in the, in the space between the former GOED meeting, uh, which was in 2020, and this one. And there's a reason that it hasn't, and part of that is that a lot of trials, a lot of the ongoing research had to be halted or postponed because people were not able to get together because of coronavirus. So even though 45,000 is a phenomenal number, it probably would have been an even bigger number if publishing and research had been going on at the pace that it typically proceeds at, as opposed to the, you know, the environment of extreme caution that a lot of the universities and the research centers have been um, living in, the con the constraints, if you will, of, oh, sure. you know, just the reality of coronavirus. Right. But with all 
of that said, I picked up a couple of interesting tidbits for us. And we know that omega-3s are very important for brain function, whether it's mood, memory, focus, cognition, information processing, um, even the structure of the brain. And what I thought was interesting is there also have been some observations looking at omega-3s and their relationship to other nutrients and the synergy that happens, and particularly for brain function, some of the other nutrients that were discussed, iron is one of them. And long-term insufficient iron intake is associated with irreversible changes in brain function. So as good as the omega-3s are, we also have to make sure that people are getting adequate iron. Um, That may be a reason, you know, for people to eat more foods that are high in iron. People think about red meat. There's also seafood. Um, there are good chelated iron supplements, um, and and so I just you know want people to pay attention to iron. Another thing is omega threes actually work together very well with the B vitamins and specifically folate, um, B twelve, and B six. And there were some studies that looked at improvement in or holding on to cognition with omega-3s where the findings were not as robust as the researchers expected and when they went back and they really looked at the participants they found out that those participants had very low levels of B vitamin intake Um, and there also were a couple of studies where they were looking at B12 and other B vitamins and cognition support, and when the findings didn't turn out to be as strong as the researchers expected them to be, they went back and looked and found out that those people have very low levels of omega-3. Hmm. So the two categories support one another in supporting the ongoing function of strong cognitive benefits. So yes, it's critically important that we get enough omega-3, but we also want to be well-nourished and make sure that things like iron and things like the B vitamins are in place. Um, So I just thought that that was interesting because we certainly do focus a lot specifically on omega-3s, but well-nourished involves other things too, Josh. Yes, yes, yes. Our guest is uh, Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is the senior nutritionist for Carlson. Carlson known for their quality of their supplements in general and known for their fish oils. And so, Jolie, specifically now on the new studies on healthy brain aging, so, but they do yes. find that EPA, DHA from fish oils are indeed significant to improve Absolutely. brain function, right? right? Absolutely. And here's something to think about because... We do live in a world where people are really overdoing it with sugar and refined carbohydrates. Yes. And the evidence of that is all around us, where people struggle with weight control, people have um, early stages of 
pre-diabetes because the blood sugar control isn't what it should be. But sugar is also injurious to brain function. And DHA omega-3 has emerged as a very strong player in protecting against what happens in the hippocampus and other regions of the brain um, where, you know, high carbohydrate, high sugar results in actually loss of memory and cognitive function because of actual decline in the brain mass itself. Wow. So the DHA is protective, and I'm not saying go have all the sugar you want, but make sure you take a high DHA fish oil. I mean, that's not the point here. But there are physical metabolic changes in the brain, and omega-3s and especially DHA protect against that sugar-driven damage to structure in the brain and the resulting function of the brain. So especially as we get older, it's important to curb that sweet tooth, but it's also important to make sure that we are getting a good amount of omega-3 and particularly the DHA omega-3 for optimal brain function. Well, that seems like prudent advice to use, uh, you know, uh, fish oils rich in EPA, DHA, and also to be cautious of our intake of processed sugar. As in, as we know, processed sugar does is significantly linked to, uh, you know, problems with weight gain, with tooth decay. I mean, with all sorts of terrible problems. Uh, and our guest is Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is the senior nutritionist for Carlson. Carlson known for their fish oils. Jolie, what is the recommendation of EPA, DHA that you feel is appropriate for an adult? To use and by adult, I'll say someone over the age of thirty. Is that is that a good way to describe them? I think so. Okay. Yes. Um, well, I think that we have to look at ourselves and see if we are dealing with any specific issues. And the reason that I bring that up is another thing that was uh, a key finding over research in the most recent years is a, a lot of people suffer from depression. And for people who suffer from depression, um, one to two grams of the EPA omega-3 along with some DHA is really the most important key. Um, And in most cases, for most people, the number that we've been saying, the 2,000 milligrams combined EPA and DHA, um, really still seems to hold true, Josh. All right. So for most adults, I'm hoping that people are eating some fish. That nets somewhere between half a gram, and if you eat a lot of fish, maybe even a full gram a day of the combined omega-3s. Um, but most people still need a supplement in order to really get their levels up to where they can anticipate optimal function so an omega-3 supplement of one to two grams a day depending on your diet if depression is an issue make sure you're getting plenty of epa and some dha they're both important if healthy aging 
supporting a really robust level of cognition, and especially if maybe you've got a little too much of an issue in terms of sugar intake, and especially things like high fructose corn syrup in the processed foods, then it's that one to two grams, but put the emphasis on DHA. All righty. All righty. Uh, our guest is Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is the seed nutritionist for Carlson. Uh, Jolie, on the EPA DHA, is that 2,000 milligrams EPA DHA, is that in one capsule? I mean, what's the best way to get that? Almost never in one capsule. I mean, that's, that would just be a capsule that nobody could swallow. Right. So usually about the best you're going to be able to do is 1,000 milligrams in one capsule, and that's going to be a big capsule, too. Mm-hmm. Um, it's generally speaking, for that one to two gram dose, if you really want to get up to the two gram dose that I think is best, it's going to be two or maybe three capsules of a concentrated EPA and DHA supplement or a liquid, a teaspoon or a two teaspoon dose of one of the, you know, taste award winning, very high quality, very delicious Carlson liquids. Right. They do taste good. into yogurt or put into a salad dressing or, you know, uh, topping on some kind of recipe. That's another way to do it if you don't like to swallow the cap. And uh, our guest is Jolie Root. Jolie, when we're using the uh, fish oil, is it best with a meal? Absolutely. That was another thing that came out. There was a representative there. She's a scientist that works with her father, and they developed the omega-3 index testing. And she was telling us that they had had some people that came in to get their omega-3 levels checked, and they knew that they were taking a good dose of EPA and DHA, but for some reason their levels weren't climbing the way that they should be. And what they found out was these people whose levels were being stubborn were taking their fish oils in the morning on an empty stomach, just like coffee, tossed down the fish oils, a couple swigs of coffee and out the door, as opposed to people who were taking in the evening with a nice meal, with some healthy oils in the meal, like a good salad dressing with olive oil or something like that, those people's levels were really responding to the supplements the way that everyone would expect. So it's very important that they be taken with a meal, and hopefully that meal is containing some healthy fat. Right. Yeah, good advice. Very good advice. Uh, our guest is Jolie Root. Uh, Jolie Root, the senior nutritionist for Carlson, known for their fish oils. Really an industry leader in, in, in pioneering the use of fish oils again and in the technology. Jolie, we have about a minute left. How can listeners of Here's to Your Health find out more about the Carlson fish oils and where can we buy them? Well, you can buy them at natural food stores and natural supermarkets, natural pharmacies. There are a lot of internet retailers that that carry the Carlson products. And to learn more about Carlson in general, Carlson's website is carlsonlabs.com. And one of the things that you find there that I think is really helpful is our blog, where we have several of us that are the nutritionist team at 
Carlson, who have written a lot of really consumer-friendly articles to help you learn about omega-3s and other nutrients. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I find the Carlson website very easy to navigate, and frankly, I enjoy the Carlson fish oils. Uh, this is Josh Lane listening to Here's to Your Health. Our guest has been Jolie Root, and Jolie Root is a regular contributor to the show, and Jolie is the senior nutritionist for Carlson. Carlson known for their quality supplements and, of course, for their quality fish oils. This is Josh Lane. We're going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after these important messages. <music> Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. Most American diets are low in cold water fish that are abundant in important omega-3 oils. DHA and EPA are the vital components of fish oil that provide healthy benefits. Not only are they crucial for brain and vision development, they're very important for cardiovascular health. Carlson, America's leading Norwegian fish oil brand, specializes in both great-tasting soft gels that are easy to swallow and fish oil liquids that don't taste fishy. That's right, Carlson provides the most extensive line of fish oils to meet all your needs. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence. For Carlson fish oils are tested for purity, potency, and freshness. Ask for Carlson Norwegian Fish Oils today. That's right. Ask for Carlson Norwegian Fish Oils today. Beljansky supplements and herbal teas, widely used in Europe, now the Beljansky formulas are available in the United States. Used by athletes, fashion models, the former president of France, and those in the know. Beljansky Supplements and Herbal Teas can work for you. Call 212-308-7066. That's 212-308-7066. Visit our center in New York City. Our website is www.maisonbeljansky.com. That's www.maisonbeljansky.com. Feel better naturally. Beljansky Formulas. U-Theory is a family-owned and operated supplement brand on a mission to inspire wellness in all. From farm to shelf, quality is at the heart of our products, made in Southern California. Try new U-Theory Daily Fat Burner. For healthy weight management, U-Theory Turmeric to support healthy inflammation response, U-Theory Collagen for hair, skin, nails, tendons, and ligaments, and Ashwagandha to help reduce stress, boost overall well-being and clarity. U-Theory, made for all Welcome of you. Welcome to this edition of Here is to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane, and my guest is Molly Engelhart. Molly Engelhart is the uh, owner of Sage Vegan Bistro. There are four of them in L.A., and Molly also owns a regenerative agriculture farm uh, in Fillmore called Soahart, which I've been very happy to say I visited many times. And Molly is involved with regenerative agriculture and also was on the board of the film Kiss the Ground, and which was and is a very influential film about regenerative agriculture, which you can see regularly on Netflix. Uh, Molly Engelhart, welcome to Here's to Your Health. 
Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, very happy to have you on the show. Now, the term regenerative agriculture is, I think, a new term for some people. Now, how does regenerative agriculture differ from organically grown fruits and vegetables? Well, you can have organic produce that was grown in a degenerative way. So there wasn't necessarily the chemicals or pesticides that are associated with conventional agriculture. But if you're plowing the field every single three months and you plant cabbage, all cabbage, and then you plant onions, all onions, and you plant, and you essentially are just putting liquid fertilizer that's of an organic base, you're still damaging the soil. It may be slightly better for our health, our individual health, but we're not giving back more than we're taking. And the concept of regenerative agriculture may be a new term or newly in people's consciousness, but it is an old way. We have always rotated crops and we've burned or we or animals have grazed and peed and pooped and then the plains come back stronger the next year. All of these principles that we use in the regenerative agriculture to give back more than we're taking from the soil are old wisdom that have always been done, but maybe just recently in the last 50 or 60 years been forgotten. Right, right. Our guest is Molly Englehart, who is the owner of the Sage Vegan Bistros in Los Angeles, which are just excellent because I've eaten them and the food is great. And it's fun, too, actually. And also Molly owns Soahart Farm in Fillmore, where they grow food using what is called regenerative agriculture. Molly, I've eaten a lot of the produce that you grow on your farm, uh, the garlic, the fava beans, uh, uh, you, you name it. The, uh, it just, the food, uh, bl- uh, blackberries, the, the tomatoes, everything. The food is great. And you're saying that regenerative agriculture, which uses animal manures to uh, improve the quality of the soil and also uses things like... Uh, goats and sheep uh, to, uh, I guess, help, help keep the soil healthy, You're, you see this as a new way of thinking. I'll use the term offshoot of the vegan approach, because, but you feel that the vegan approach really might not work for a successful farm. Am I correct in saying that? I would say that veganic agriculture is again forgetting that we're part of the whole that is nature and I don't personally eat meat and that's my choice for my body and for my desire to not kill animals but if you look at a successful ecosystem like the Amazon rainforest or um, it's actually very interesting there's some new studies coming out that showing that the animal the Amazon rainforest is actually been a co-creation between the indigenous people there and nature, where they that they were actually doing agroforestry. They were seeing what was succeeding here and there, and that the idea that it was just birds and monkeys spitting um, seeds around has actually been debunked. That the, the greatest co- um, carbon sequestration and the greatest breath of the earth was actually a co-creation between animals nature and human beings as the whole that is nature. And so that's what's possible, the Amazon rainforest, when we co-create, observing what nature is already doing and bringing our intelligence to that rather than thinking we can outsmart, outscience, and outchemical nature. 
Wow, that that I I completely agree with that. But I I will say that is actually very fresh thinking. When was it that you understood this as a concept? I would say in the early two thousands. I listened to a TED talk, um, and it blew my mind because it was the first time that someone had really laid it out for me that there was some way to reverse the damage that we had done. And I was kind of apathetic. I drove a hybrid car and I drank my non-milk latte and I bought my produce organic and I brought my bags to the grocery store. But I basically thought we were going to burn up in flames and my grandchildren had no choice about the damage we were doing. And when I learned about regenerative agriculture, it was like a spark went off inside of me, like, oh, there is something to be done. And that was the greatest inspiration that I had had. I went from being apathetic and sad at who we were as humans on the planet to seeing a path forward to be in partnership with the planet. Wow. Wow, that's that's well, that's great. And again, you 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 already were being cautious with lifestyle. You you had done a lot of reading and experimentation, and recognized that this cleaner way of eating was clearly working for you. But now, this regenerative agriculture discussion, which, as I see it, is really at the vanguard right now on the whole in the whole healing movement. Well, when we talk about healing, the nutrient density of our food is very important. And when we talk about the gut microbiome, which is the foundation of our immune system, there's much research showing that healthy soil and a healthy gut have much of the same strains of bacteria and much of the same microbiome that is there. And so healthy soil supports healthy gut. And so healthy food coming from healthy soil will support healthy people. When we grow things in sterile environments with much chemicals killing off everything that could attack the trees and just keeping them sterile and try to keep them alive, we're then feeding people food that looks like food, but it's much less nutrient-dense than it once was. And what I'm committed to is people eating food that has not been sprayed by poison and is actually as nutrient-dense as possible, coming from the most healthy soil that's possible. Because I believe that that connection, soil health, gut health, human health, nature health, that is, is the connection for all of us to remember. We cannot out-vaccinate, out-antibiotic, out-chemical, out-science nature. We're part of her. Right. Right, I completely agree. Our guest is Molly Englehart. Uh, Molly Englehart and her husband own uh, Soahart Regenerative Agriculture Farm out in Fillmore, and also uh, Molly owns the uh, Sage Vegan Bistros uh, in Los Angeles, which are really fun and quite successful. Everyone loves the food, uh, so it's it's great pleasure to have Molly on the on the, on the uh, on the show today discussing. What is the term regenerative agriculture, which really, as I just mentioned earlier, is really very much a cutting edge and I believe actually very accurate information. Molly, at your farm uh, in Fillmore, the Soahart Farm, you occasionally sponsor uh, lectures. Uh, do you have a lecture series coming up shortly? Yes, we do. We have a sewing uh lecture series coming up, and it's a series of farmers, agronomists, 
and doctors really talking about the connection of soil and human health and also having the conversation about how we as humans can be more sovereign when it comes to our food and have more local food systems that support food that you get to eat much sooner because the the farther our food comes from the less nutrient dense it is so we really want to inspire people from whether it's an herb box in your apartment or you know tearing up your lawn which lawn is the third most cultivated crop in the united states Hmm. and growing some vegetables with that water we really want to encourage people to be more connected to their food and even maybe if someone just grows a few tomatoes and they see what that takes the next time they see some kale that's about to wilt in their refrigerator but they're feel too lazy and they want to just go out to eat instead of cook that up maybe they'll take the effort to cook it up because they'll remember how much effort it takes to grow our food Right, it does. It takes effort to grow food. It's also, when I visit the farm out in Fillmore, Amali owns a farm called a Soa Heart out in Fillmore, which is really a, really a great, for me, experimental place to go and learn every time. It's really quite fun, actually. It's fun, mostly, but also it's kind of exciting. Molly, when is the next seminar that you're sponsoring at the farm in Fillmore? It's going to be on March 19th, and it's an all-day event. There's going to be a couple of farm tours in the morning with me and Jessica, our volunteer coordinator, and then it will go into the lecture series. And then there's going to be a fireside chat at the evening, whoever wants to stay for that. And there's going to be food all day, um, some food from Sage and some food that would be non-vegan options coming from other uh, places, but all the produce and everything that we're getting would be right here from in Ventura County, and there'll be food all day, um, really fun snacks, and there'll also be cocktails with fruit from the farm, and there'll be beer that was from the hops that we grew here on the farm. And Molly, where can listeners of Here's to Your Health get additional information to find out about the seminar coming up in, in March? Um, if you go to the Instagram at Sewing Sovereignty, that will have all the information about how to buy tickets and who's going to be speaking. You can also go to the Soa Heart uh, Farm website or the Soa Heart Farm Instagram. And this event is coming up here in three weeks. And uh, do me a favor, our guest is Molly Englehart. Uh, she and her husband own Soa Heart Farm in Fillmore, and also Molly owns the Sage Vegan Bistros in Los Angeles, which are terribly popular and deservedly so. They're great places to eat. The food is really quite quite good. Molly, once again, give us that contact information to go to your seminar in March. Um, so you can go to our Instagram at Sewing Sovereignty. That's the event specifically, or you can go to the Soa Heart website, or you can go to our Instagram, Soa Heart. Um, all of those would have the information of how to buy tickets. That sounds very good. And Molly, last time I visited the farm, you had developed a technique which I feel is absolutely delightful and also very successful. Could you please tell the listeners of Here's to Your Health how you took used half an orange, which you'd, been, which you'd press to make juice, and how you put it in the soil to help protect your plants against bugs? 
oh yeah this is fun and i have a video about it on my youtube channel if you want to see that you can go to farming with chef molly on youtube but so we have a greenhouse and has very healthy soil it's very active with life it's teeming with life we put in these tiny little lettuce plants and the lettuce was getting devoured by the roly-poly or potato bugs as people call them um and these little bugs were eating and eating my lettuce and i was very concerned and they were going to destroy all the lettuce but i found some compost that was in there and there was one little piece of orange and it was covered in roly-poly so me and jessica had the idea that we we're going to put the orange peels that are left over when we make the orange juice at sage vegan bistro for your smoothie we put all the orange peels down hundreds of them and within days the roly-polies had all congregated underneath the half orange um, skin and they were getting a better carbohydrate for them and they were leaving my lettuce alone the lettuce was able to grow to full size and go to market and we saved, you know, whatever it was, 10,000 lettuce heads at the time. And now this is just a common practice that we do when we plant lettuce to keep it safe from the roly-poly. Yeah, I love that. That is, I, I love that story because uh, it just shows you what an intelligent, clever person can do uh, to really protect a large farm. Uh, you know, it's not like you have this little patio there. It's a large farm, and it just, and it also, it looks very delightful to look in the greenhouse and look around the property and see all these half orange. Uh, hanging out in the soil and how the potato bugs do eat them and leave the lettuce alone. It's really very remarkable. I, I found that to be just a delightful but an intelligent way to work with the soil that I just think is like, whoa, that's a great story. Our guest is Marley Engelhart. Molly owns the Sage Vegan Bistros in Los Angeles and also uh, owns the Soahart Farm out in Fillmore. Molly, we have a minute left. Once again, tell the listeners of Here's to Your Health how they can contact you to find out more about your good work. Um, we have a website, com, and we do deliver our produce in all of Los Angeles and Ventura counties. You can get a box delivered to your door. And then The Kind Sage um, is the Instagram for the restaurant, and then also sagevegandistro.com. It's the website. We have four locations. We're in Col Culver City, Agora Hills, Pasadena, and Echo Park, and we have our own brewery in Echo Park where we grow our own hops. We are the only farm in Ventura growing hops. Yeah, it's very impressive. I've actually been in, on Molly's farm weeding the hops, which was really fun, by the way. It was great. This is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. I'm going to take a short break, and we'll be right back after these important messages. Medical scientists worldwide are encouraging people to eat more fish. And most American diets are low in important omega-3 oils. Omega-3 oils are the vital components of fish that provide numerous health benefits. Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems supply concentrated amounts of these omega-3 oils that are needed to support vision, brain function, and a healthy heart. Each great-tasting Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gem Soft Gel contains 1,250 milligrams of fish oil from deep, cold-water fish. That supplies a full 800 milligrams of omega-3s, all in only one easy-to-swallow soft gel. You can take Carlson fish oils with confidence 
for they are tested for purity, potency, and freshness by an independent FDA-registered laboratory. Ask for Carlson Elite Omega-3 Gems at your favorite natural food retailer today. The Beljansky Foundation offers you the scientific approach to healing used successfully by Francois Mitterrand, the former president of France. The Beljansky Foundation offers you non-toxic, scientifically supported methods to regain your health. Visit the Beljansky Foundation website, www.beljansky.org. You'll be glad you did. That's www.beljansky.org. The Beljansky Foundation. The information is essential. The Beljansky Foundation. www.beljansky.org. The Beljansky Method, now in America. www.beljansky.org. SKI.org. U-Theory is a family-owned and operated supplement brand on a mission to inspire wellness in all. From farm to shelf, quality is at the heart of our products made in Southern California. Try new U-Theory Daily Fat Burner for healthy weight management. U-Theory Turmeric to support healthy inflammation response. U-Theory Collagen for hair, skin, nails, tendons, and ligaments. And Ashwagandha to help reduce stress, boost overall well-being and clarity. You theory made for all of you. Welcome to this edition of Here's to Your Health. I'm your host, Josh Lane, and my guest is a return guest to the show. It's Bill Tabner, and Bill is with Bold Chain Manufacturing in Mount Vernon, New York, and they've actually been in business since 1938, and they actually do ball chains uh, for the dog tags of the U.S. military, uh, and they started actually in the Bronx uh, in the late 30s, which is I know the Bronx. Uh, my uh, grandfather, Lewis, had a home on Nelson Avenue in the Bronx, right near the old Yankee Stadium, so I know the area pretty well, actually. And Bill Taupner's organization, a Bull Chain Manufacturing, has the KN95 Bonafide Masks, which are considered the uh, gold standard in masks that we're using now in hospitals and as uh, regular people to protect ourselves in this time of uh, COVID-19. Uh, Bill Taupner, welcome to Here's to Your Health. Josh, thank you. Uh, I really, it's, a, it's an honor and a pleasure to be back on the show. So thanks for having us. Oh, and you're right. We are from from the Bronx. That's where my great-grandfather and my grandfather started the company. And um, we are, just so you know, we are a Yankee fan here. here. Huh. No offense to the Mets fans. Right, but, right, for sure. But we are Yankee fans. Well, that's very good. And, and our company, I know I've, uh, the previous uh on our previous spot, I had gone through the history, but if you'd like, I can go through that again. Yeah, I'd like to hear that because, you know, it's nice to deal with, now actually you're a very good sized company, I think you have, you know, like close to 100 employees, so that's a, that's a big company, and you are manufacturing in the United States, and I believe that you supply more ball chain than anyone else in the United States. That's correct. So we are the only manufacturer of ball chains in the United States. We're also the largest in the world. Um, you know, as far I'll go back to how the company started. So my great grandfather and my grandfather worked for a company called Leviton Manufacturing, which is a big electrical supply company, and they're still around. And they were based on Long Island, but my great grandfather was the head engineer there. 
And a uh, little fun fact, the toggle light switch that you see on the walls um, and also the push-button light switch, um, if you look at the original patent back in the 20s, I believe it was, um, his name is on it. He had invented it. It was wow. designed to Leviton at that point because that's who he worked for. But that little light switch was uh, invented by, by my great-grandfather. But um, he ended up leaving Leviton because he had an idea on how to make ball chains, which are the chains that uh, we currently make. And so he went out on his own with my grandfather, and they set up a little shop in their garage and a couple machines, uh, which they had made themselves, and started making ball chains. And long story short, uh, we grew from the little garage to a, uh, um, a little factory on Bond Street in the Bronx. And then we subsequently moved to our current locations in Mount Vernon, and we've been expanding the building over the years. And we currently make over 4 million feet of ball chain per week right here. Wow. And Yeah, wow. and you'll see it all over the, you'll see it on ceiling fans, you'll see it on roller shades, you'll see it if you open up the toilet, you'll see it in the toilet, American Standard and Kohler, you'll see it on Coach handbags, you'll see ball chains in the Tiffany store, and you know, jewelry stores made from sterling silver and gold. You'll and of course you'll see it um, uh, hanging hanging from or the dog tags that the military wears. You know the ball, the dog tags hang from our ball chains. And we ship all over the world, and we have a great family business here. You know, wonderful employees. I have the beautiful uh, benefit of working with my brothers and my dad, and it's just a it's just a great thing. I'm very thankful for it. But um, the story about the KN95, just so we could talk about that, obviously, that's why we're here, was um, we had probably about a couple of years ago, beginning of March of 2020, when, the, when COVID first hit, some of the, you know, a lot of, obviously, area hospitals and, and um, other places had been looking for PPE because of the shortage of masks and other PPE. So a friend of mine who was the head of the Westchester County Association had reached out to me to see if we could make masks in our factory. It wasn't something we could do. However, we ended up, instead of pursuing the manufacturing of the masks, we actually ended up um, uh, researching the market and then ultimately partnering with two very well-known uh, K95 manufacturers, of which they were both Harley and the Palcom K95 were FDA authorized under an EUA to be used by healthcare professionals in healthcare settings, i.e. doctors and hospitals, when N95s were short in supply. So that's how that whole thing started, but we've since grown into uh, becoming the exclusive distributors for both the Palcom K95 and the Harley K95 in the United States, and uh, we're proud to bring as many of these authentic uh, and standard meeting K95s to everyone that needs them at a very affordable price. Right, right. Our guest is Bill Taubner, and Bill Taubner and his uh, family own uh, the ball chain manufacturing company uh, in Mount Vernon, in New York, and the business, you know, around 1938. And uh, they're also the exclusive distributors of the Powercom yeah. KN95 uh, masks. And also, you have the KN95 masks. Yeah, and do you have them also for children, correct? We do. So we actually, and I should, I should also say that the name of our Mask division is called Bonafide Masks, and our website, if uh, just in case anyone is interested in it, it's bonafidemasks.com. So it's B-O-N-A-F-I-D-E-M-A-S-K-S.com. And so we did come to our team over here 
came up with the idea to create a can 95 that was made for kids. So it's our can, it's a Palcom can 95 dash SM. SM uh, short for small, but 15% smaller than the the standard can 95 by Palcom. And I believe it is the only can 95 that was made for children that had been previously authorized or used by healthcare professionals and healthcare settings by the FDA under that. Uh, previously active uh, EUA. Our guest is Bill Taubner, uh, who he and his family own uh, Ball Chain Manufacturing in Mount Vernon, New York. And we were chatting about the KN95 bonafide masks that his company distributes. And Bill, may I ask, so is the main main uh, group who buys your mask, is it mostly the hospitals? Is that who buys them mostly? You know, quite frankly, our business is, is we actually sell to a lot of B2C work, so tons of consumer work. We sell to hospitals. We sell to many different professional organizations, schools. Um, to, so it's, it's a very it's a broad uh, and a very diverse group of customers. And, again, our mission at the beginning of this was always to bring uh, the authentic mask to people that needed them. So we wanted to, because of mask, the mask industry was so... Um, how should I? I'm trying to think of how to always say it, but it's confusing is a good way of saying it, and it was fraught with a lot of nefarious types, and also people that were bringing mass that didn't meet standards innocently to the market as well. So we wanted to establish ourselves as a trusted source. So we're very transparent about our supply chain. We never buy from any intermediaries, agents, or third parties, and we actually handle all the fulfillment and warehousing ourselves. And I don't think there's anybody else in the industry that can say that. And um, that's really what we try and do. And so in answer to your question, it's if there's anybody, whether it's a hospital, whether it's uh, somebody at home that needs them, whether it's a school, whether it's a company, we're here to help. And, that's, and we'll stay in this industry as long as people need us to help. And uh, we're very dedicated to it. Our guest is Bill Taubner, and Bill and his family own... Uh, ball chain uh, manufacturing in Mount Vernon, and they've been in business since 1938, and they employ about 100 people. It's a very good-sized company. Bill, my question for you, on those uh, KN95 bonafide masks, are they meant to be worn once and discarded, or can you wear them more than once? That's a good question. So you can wear them multiple times, and, you know, the CDC has shown, actually, let me start by saying they're filter masks. So I always tell people that, um, for example, you know, on an extreme example, if you're wearing this particular mask in a wood shop and there's sawdust everywhere, the filter would obviously get clogged up and it would be, become difficult to breathe in, so then you would throw it away. That's just an extreme example. So I just wanted to show that if you're wearing it, some people wear it for smog or, you know, uh, the, you know, the fires that you see in California and stuff like that, now that will get clogged up quicker. However, for standard use, um, if you're wearing it to the store or on Monday, you can rotate that mask because the CDC has shown that the virus uh, dies after three days on surfaces. So they recommend that basically you put it in a bag or store it for three or four days and then you can reuse it. Okay. So I had what I had set up a rotation for myself where in my car I would have Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday labeled. So on Monday I would take the bag out. Um, put it on my car seat or just on my dash and I would use that mask for Monday and then after the day I would put it back in the bag and I would use it uh, the next week 
And if it became difficult to breathe in due to the filter getting clogged up, then I would throw it out. I do always tell people, too, that better safe than sorry is a, is a great rule of thumb. So, for example, if you went into a high-risk area in a hospital, dentist, or something along those lines, I would then I typically would throw it out. Okay. I was wondering. Yeah, our guest is Bill Taubner, and Bill and his family uh, own uh, Ball Chain uh, Manufacturing in uh, Mount Vernon, New York, and they are... Uh, supplying us with the uh, KN95 bonafide masks, and they're the, the exclusive distributors, and they have the complete control, and they warehouse it, so they have complete. You know, you're getting a quality product, and so Bill, so you can wear it more than once, and you, if you let it rest, you can, and it's not, you know, you're not in a, a sawmill, then you can actually, you could, can you wear them a half a dozen times? Um, you know, if I had to, I don't. You probably could, but I would say three or four times. Okay, I was just um, wondering. And the other thing I should should be noted that the mask cannot be uh, washed, so water um, has an adverse effect on it. The masks themselves, they get their filtration efficiency from a polypropylene um, filter material. Okay. It's electrostatic. So by entering water to that electrostatic filter, you would, it renders it useless. So people should not wash them with water or liquids. Okay, uh, Bill. Bill, I've seen people uh, in the you know sh- out in shopping, you know, in the shopping centers, and they're wearing little uh, kerchiefs around their face and nose and mouth, and that doesn't seem very effective, does it? No, it doesn't. And the CDC, at the end of uh, December, had changed their guidance, and that's when they had recommended people uh, changing from those type of cloth cloth masks and bandanas and and such to KN95s or N95 respirator type masks. So yes. So you are 100% in saying that. Right. Yeah. I mean, I guess I was maybe was either was thought it was more of a fashion statement they were making. Maybe they thought it was a joke because it didn't really seem very effective. But these KN95 masks, you know, which actually is what I wear, and they really seem uh, and they seem to fit the face better too. You know, they they fit the face mm-hmm. better. So you, you think they're they're obviously working. And these KN95 masks that you are distributing are these the ones that are being used in hospital situations? So KN95s had previously, when N95s were short in supply, the KN95s had been authorized by for use by healthcare professionals in healthcare settings under an EUA. That EUA is no longer active, and it, the reason why it's not active any longer or necessary is because N95s are in abundance are in abundance uh, of supply right now. Okay. So have, the answer to that question is sort of twofold: Have they been? Yes. Are they authorized by the FDA now to be to be used? The answer is no, and that's simply because N95s are in abundance in supply. It has nothing to do with quality part of the K95s because the CDC had come out uh, again at the, December, at the end of December of last year, which is a few months ago, and and told people that they should be looking to wear K95s or N95s. All righty. Does that answer your question? It does. It does. Thank you. Yes, it okay, does. Because it, it's an important question now because, you know, uh, I mean, obviously wearing these masks, these mask mandates, I mean, they're important. They're seen as an important yeah. component of uh, uh, health for the entire population, I guess, and of the world as well. Bill, how can listeners of Here's to Your Health contact you and to find out more about uh, the ball chain products, uh, but also the masks, where they can purchase the masks? So there are a couple different ways. So the per- you can purchase a mask directly on our website, and that's uh, bonafidemask.com. Uh, they can also email us, which is um, info at bonafidemask.com. They can certainly call us, um, and our, do 
you want, should I give out my phone number? Here? Please, please, Bill. Yes, go ahead. Okay, so the main the main line of the company is nine one four six six four seventy five hundred. And in case anybody has any questions for me personally, my cell phone number uh, is nine one four seven two zero three one six four. Oh, that's very helpful. I'm thank always you, happy Bill. to help. Yeah, thank you. And once again, give us the main line there at uh, Bolger. It's nine one four six six four. Seven five zero zero. And again, the email address is what? Bonafide Masks? Uh, you can email info at bonafidemasks.com. Great. And our guest is Bill Taubner. And Bill, these KN95 uh, Bonafide Masks, they're available throughout the United States, correct? Yes, they are. And may I ask, what are they selling for now? Um, good question. I think the white ear loops, a 10-pack is $12, so a dollar each. Mm-hmm. And that includes um, shipping, and and as you purchase more, the price comes down. Right, right. Well, seems like important work, and it seems like uh, you and your family have seem to have your n- a pulse on what the American public uh, needs. It's really very impressive. Now, our guest has been Bill Taubner. Bill and his family have uh, ball chain manufacturing in Mount Vernon, New York, and they've been there since the late 1930s. It's it's actually a very impressive family-owned business. And this is Josh Lane. You're listening to Here's to Your Health. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back after these important messages. The latest from the greatest, the best in new music by classic rockers, with your host, the insane Daryl Wayne. This is Alice Cooper, and if Daryl Wayne is insane, what does that make me? Criminally insane. Stick around to find out. Many of the artist interviews for the latest from the greatest have been captured on audiobook. There is a volume one and volume two. Great information and conversations with people in the industry and people surrounded by the industry, and of course, the rock stars themselves. I'm the Reverend Al Green, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne. And I said, Wayne Insane. You can find it on Amazon or Blackstone Audio. Search for the latest from the greatest from Daryl Wayne, D-A-R-R-E-L-L-W-A-Y-N-E. Hello, this is Weird Al Yankovic, and you're listening to the insane Daryl Wayne, aren't you? (laughs) Thank you for tuning in to this edition of Here's to Your Health with Joshua Lane. If you have any questions about the guests or topics discussed tonight, please give us a call at 818-707-0005. That number is 818-707-0005. This is Josh Lane. On behalf of the cast and crew, I would like to wish you a healthy and safe good evening.